Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Unique Ngakwe right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'm asking for a favor. Just next time say, hey, Matchel, what's going on? See what he says. I got that in the notebook. The Rich Eisen Show. I hope one day I get to hang Sorry, out Colts with Matt fan. Ryan and we can have a real conversation about the Matchel. <laughs> Let's do it. And how much he hates it. Today's guests. From NBC Sports, Peter King, Mets manager Buck Showalter, actor Josh Charles, plus your phone calls, NBA playoffs update, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yes. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Once we are done with this program, we are winging our way to New York City for the Sports Emmy Awards tomorrow night, where this show is up for best sports studio show that's on on a daily basis. And boy, are we on on a daily basis. Every single day between 12 and 3 Eastern time right here on NBC Sports on Peacock. We look forward to uh, commuting with our NBC friends. Uh, we don't get to see very much of because we're out here in Los Angeles, California. Um, and, uh, and then there's going to be a, a great... Um, uh, to do later on when the uh, Sports Emmy Awards are up for Best Studio Host. I'm up for that individually. Um, and um, hopefully uh, we'll come back on Thursday with two trophies on the desk. Honest. Um, <laughs> and if not, um, we will be really pissed and bitter. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Pissed and bitter. We'll talk about I mean, it for a whole year. My bad. No, no, we won't. We'll be very happy. Um, we're basically, we're going on mass. The entire, the entire Rich Eisen show <clears throat> crew will be on uh, the same flight going out to New York City. We're very excited about that. Yeah. Uh, Chris Brockman and Jay Felly hey, are hey. here. Mike Del Tufo is already in New York, yes. um, yep. which is great. Saves me the cost of uh, a flight for him. <laughs> uh, good to see you, TJ Jefferson. How are you, sir? It's an honor to be nominated. It's an honor to be nominated. That is an honor to be nominated. That is true. That is, these are all true. Uh, and for those of you listening on the radio, uh, and those can clearly see it on Peacock, TJ Jefferson looks absolutely tight. Uh, the beard, honestly, that that is lined up. All terrific. Shout Everything out Benny looks Blades. great. You know uh, shout out Benny Blades. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that. That's it. That's that's your guy's nickname. That's my man. Very good. Uh, joining us here is a man I think who covered all the Blades. And on route to him being enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame for being one of the best of the profession, which he is on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line from. Our friends uh, at NBC and also Football Morning in America. His column is always must read every single Monday. Joining us here on the program is Peter King. How you doing, PK? 
Hey, everything's going good, Rich. How about you? We're hanging in there. We are hanging in there. Um, so there, there is a lot going on in the NFL, as always, but particularly this week um, uh, with, with some news with the uh, NFL spring meeting. The members are gathering for a spring meeting, and we, uh, I'll hit you on a couple of those subjects in a moment. But uh, one of the reasons why we picked up the phone uh, is because we read your power rankings here in late may and that's always a conversation starter so let's have that start us off right here um and uh i guess nothing's won in may except the peter king power rankings in a way but uh, I'll, I'll give you the floor on why you you ranked the uh top uh, teams in the nfl the way that you did peter well i don't think there'd be any surprise about buffalo at number one i think they're clearly right now today uh, the odds-on favorite in in any if anybody was going to do power rankings to be the best team in football. I what I try to do, Rich, every year when I do this exercise, is I try to say, look, nobody. It never ever ever happens that teams finish the next year the exact same way they finished the previous year. So most of the reaction is. Oh, my God, how can you have the Chargers number two? And I say, well, it's the same as a couple of years ago when I had the Bucks in the top ten, or the year the 49ers went from six and ten to the Super Bowl when I had them number seven. And it's, you know, you, you try. Now, look, I'm wrong a lot more than I'm right. But you just try to pick out teams that you see going in the right direction. And with the Chargers, for instance, I see an offense that I think is going to score as much as anybody in football this year. And I see a defense that added Khalil Mack to play opposite of Bosa, that added J.C. Jackson to give them the best corner in the free agent market. And I see a generous run defense that got stockpiled with a couple of big bodies to help them stop the run. So I look at all that, and I just say, I really like Chargers. And most of the rest of the top ten is fairly predictable. You'd probably be, you'd probably have some raised eyebrows at the Eagles being number nine and being the best team in the East. But, you know, the Eagles are the NFC's version of what the Chargers are in the AFC. They won the offseason. And a lot of times that can have sort of a denigrating uh, mark on a team. Like, you know, Washington used to win the offseason every year when they signed Deion Sanders and Bruce Smith, and when they would win all uh, the the offseason awards every year, and they never played great. But I think what the Eagles have done, particularly with A.J. Brown, is a little bit different. Well, let's just – there's a couple – you gave us a lot of food for thought right there, but let's start with the – the Chargers, because you have the Chiefs number three on your your list, your power rankings, and I, I'm I'll, I'll be straight up with you, man. I, I, I'm with you on not putting the Broncos top five. I, I think a lot of people feel that just add Russ in a spot where he's going to be allowed to cook, which is something I know that makes Pete Carroll irate whenever he heard the Russ, you know, let let him cook thing. I don't I don't know if it's as simple as just add Russ. And then all of a sudden the Broncos are a Super Bowl contender in 2022. But I, I'm wondering where you find the Raiders. Uh, I, I think the Raiders are, are almost as improved uh, positionally um, 
than as the Chargers. I understand J.C. Jackson was a huge free agent signing, and Khalil Mack is great to have across Bosa. To put Chandler Jones uh, next to Max Crosby and then add Devontae Adams for a quarterback who he doesn't already have to go, you know, on some sort of uh, Bahamas mission to get on the same page with, I think that's pretty darn significant for the Raiders. I think think the Raiders could be really good, too. I think one of the problems in trying to forecast the best division maybe ever Mm. in the NFL, and I mean that because if – the Denver Broncos, as I project, finish last in the division. I mean, they could be the best fourth place team yes. ever, you know, in a in a in an NFL division. And same thing with the same thing with the Raiders. I could see the Raiders winning thirteen games. The problem when you start to try to say. This team is great. That team is great. Well, they also, and that was my biggest problem with putting the Chargers number two, with taking a team from that division and moving them way up there because they've got six games against, and they could lose any of those six or a multiple of those six. So it, it, it gets to be really, really hard. It, you can't have all, all four teams being in the top 10 or, or being absolutely great because the record is just not going to show that. And I doubt that all four of them are going to make the playoffs, which it would be, that would be really tough to do. But I agree with you. I think the Raiders have done an awful lot of good things, uh, two great things. And I think they are significantly improved. And then, you know, the, the, the Chiefs sitting there at three, the one thing I just need to see – and I, I, I don't doubt that it's possible. It is, you could even say probable, certainly with the fact that Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and and Patrick Mahomes are all in the same meeting room and then Mahomes is the one who's executing it. I, 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 I do need to see what this offense looks like without Tyreek Hill. Now, I had Brett Veach on the show just about 10 days ago, Peter, and he walked us through exactly why yeah. Tyreek Hill was sent uh, to Miami and and about planning and about the the years to come um and he also said it might not be such a bad thing that their offense needs to be changed up in a way because we saw it falter at times in uh, last year that we were not used to seeing but as as we just walk through how how uh difficult this afc west is going to be for the chiefs to have they had two major advantages it's mahomes to kelsey and mahomes to hill you could even say those are the best connections at those quarterback and tight end and receiver positions in the NFL, they coughed one of them up. They coughed one of them up, and I need to see what that looks like, Peter. I agree. I don't know what it looks like. I guess the reason that I have them so high is that, you know, in Mahomes we trust, and that's the way I feel about it. Plus, it's not like the cupboard's empty, you know, especially with Juju Smith-Schuster and and Valdez Scantling, and and look, the one guy who I kept hearing about from the Daniel Jeremiah's of the world before this draft were, man, Sky Sky Moore has a chance to be really, really good. So, you know, it's not like the cupboard is bare in Kansas City. and But, you know, I would worry, too, about the leadership of Tyron Matthew being missing as well on the back end of that defense. So there's a lot of question marks that they have. Uh, but, again, I, I, I put them third 
because of my faith in Mahomes. Peter King here on the Rich Eisen Show. And then last one for you on this is when you take a look at your top five that we're putting up on on the screen, you've got the Rams over the Packers here um, as as the best teams going in. Um, I, I would rank that the same way um, as well, Peter. But where do you have the Bucks, and why, why didn't you have the Bucks cracking this with with uh, their twelve coming back? Peter? I mean, look, I think I think that those three atop the NFC could be in any order. The reason that I put them in this order right now is that, look, Green Bay has shown two years in a row who they are, and I'm not consigning them to missing on the Super Bowl again. I'm really not. They have the best chance probably to win home field in the NFC, but what good has that done them the last two years? Uh, and so I, I wasn't going to put Green Bay one, especially without Devontae Adams. And I think the reason that I like the Rams the most is that uh, even though I don't like the loss of Von Miller, I don't like the loss of Andrew Whitworth, and, I mean, there's other losses. I just, I mean, I think what Cooper Cup uh, and Aaron Donald did in the biggest game of their lives just told me so much about who they are and who that team is. Um, One thing I think about Tampa Bay is that, look, I I think it's all well and good for everybody to automatically think that Tom Brady is just going to be who he always has been. And I think there's a good chance he will be. But I just, at some point, (laughs) he can't continue to be transcendent. And I don't know when that is. And I'm not saying he's going to take a huge step down, anything like that. But number one, is Gronk playing? Number two, when is Chris Godwin playing? Uh, and, and so I think I, I don't know that Chris Godwin's going to be there at the start of the season. That is a guy who in his last two starts with Tampa had 25 targets for, or 25 catches uh, from Brady. So to me, I just, I, I've just got some questions about the Bucks. Yeah, and and I, I'm, although I I, I kind of dig the Russell Gage signing. Uh, you know, I, I yeah, I, I like Russell Gage, no question. Yeah, I mean that that's going to be, but those are definitely the the class. I I agree. Coming in as we're sitting here going uh, on the cusp of June, Peter King here on the Rich Eisen show. Okay, so uh, the membership as the uh, 32 owners of the NFL are called meeting uh, at the spring meeting and. Um, is Dan Snyder in danger of losing his franchise, Peter, for real? Well, I, you know, look, I trust Jared Bell. He wrote a story in USA Today that said, uh, quoted one owner is saying that they're counting votes they get, uh, especially if Daniel Snyder is uh, found in some ways uh, responsible and or guilty in this current sexual harassment investigation uh, that he is uh, undergoing uh, by the NFL. It's, it, I, think, I think Jared Bell wrote a really interesting story that basically said it's always something with this guy. And I also think that overall people are seeing a once-proud franchise in Washington uh, being taken to the dumpster every year. You know, with more and more stories, negative stories and negative stuff about their team. And so I just look at it, Rich. 
I don't know what's going to happen. I truly don't know what's going to happen. But I do know that there's a lot of dissatisfaction over a once proud, once flagship franchise in the NFL, uh, you know, really having been torn asunder the last 25 years. I mean, we had Alex Smith on the show a couple months ago, and, um, you know, I asked him about his tenure there, and he said it was distracted. It definitely crept into the locker room, everything going on in the front office. He said, how could it not, was his answer on that front. I'd never heard that one before, you know? Yeah, and I think that you can say that, hey, we just play, we just go out there and play. I wonder this year how much of the of the junk is Vegas into Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler trying to build a team with a with a really I mean they've got as much talent on that team as they've had with the Raiders in a long time so you know we'll see about that but I understand why Alex Smith would say that and he certainly is a is a trustworthy voice in that regard. And um, so uh, another story that's uh, that's uh, uh, on the, the plate for everyone today is the fact that Debo Samuel is not at OTAs for the 49ers. And um, my two cents is just everyone needs to take a breath that, you know, now that we're yeah. through the draft and he's still on the team, they're just going to generationally enrich him at some point, I'd imagine. Um, and, and for him to turn it down would mean he'd have to sit at home um and i guess if he was all all settled we might have to put the 49ers even further up on your power rankings there's the trey lance scenario but he's going to be the starter too what's your two cents on on what's happening there in san francisco i Peter? think you said you just said it a minute ago i think that john lynch is basically trying to let some time pass and for everybody to just sit back and relax and let if there are tempers, let those tempers cool. Uh, if there's some dissatisfaction, give it a time to, to simmer a little bit and then have a conversation. And say to Debo Samuel, listen, you know, we absolutely unequivocally don't want to trade you. We want to make you one of the highest paid players in the game. We need to do that within the framework of keeping a great team together. And, and look... That means, in my opinion, if you do a contract with Debo Samuel, you can guarantee him a lot and you can do everything, but it can't be a lot in this year. Rich, I think as of today, if I had to guess today, they're going to probably have to hang on to Jimmy Garoppolo, not only because nobody out there is, is, is offering to trade much for him, but also Garoppolo. You know, do they really know what they have Trey Lance? So that's one of the reasons why, in my opinion, I would trust John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan to know how to best structure this thing with Debo Samuel. But unless he is absolutely adamant that he will never play a game for the 49ers, I just let this thing go, let everything rest. If he didn't come to minicamp, don't worry, who cares? Uh, Just just wait until August 1st. If it's still a problem August 1st, 
then we're going to have to have a more serious conversation. I think that's a good date to, to peg. In the two minutes I have left for you, I'm going to I'm going to push back a little bit on the Lance thing. I, I, personally, I think the Niners have already moved on from Jimmy G. The fact that he's still there is only because of the the uh, the shoulder rehab and everything like sure, that. Yeah. I, I mean, it just it's so tough for people to just wrap their arms around mind around that the Niners moving all the way up to number three last year. They were going to have to go to this kid at some point. I mean. Jimmy G's not not Aaron Rodgers, where they're forced to, you know, uh, abandon their Jordan Love plan. Like this is going to happen. I mean, they, they, the draft capital's been spent. The kid is, you know, he's, he's got to go. But you could you can say it's going to happen, and you and I both think that Trey Lance is going to start opening day. The question is, what if after the first month of the season, you're one in four, and Trey Lance is playing like crap? Do you just say, well, okay, we're going to take our medicine, blah, 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 blah. No, you say, this is one of the reasons why we have to think seriously about keeping Jimmy Garoppolo, because we're not sure about Trey Lance, and we're not willing to throw a season away. That's how I look at it, and that's the way I'd handle it if I were them. Peter, thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate it. Um, You're the man. Look for my call as always. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, Rich. Take care. That's Peter King right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What Peter just said is t- makes total sense. Hold on to Jimmy G in case Trey Lance isn't ready. Hold on to him in case he's not ready. Because if you start one and four, what happens next? Are you just going to have to take your medicine? And the answer to that question I have for you is yes. You have to take your medicine. You're trying to split the baby. You're trying to have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, which is why it was so surprising to see the 49ers go all the way up to just number three to make a move for the third best quarterback in the draft. And we were all eager to find out who they evaluated as such. And it wasn't Justin Fields and it wasn't Matt Jones. It turned out to be the kid from North Dakota State who played only one game his final season there because of COVID. And we were all stunned that they're really going to do that because the only way to make this work without having to take your medicine is to have the kid turn out to be Patrick Mahomes or Big Ben or Russell Wilson, whoever you have in the recent history of this incredible sport that comes straight out of the box out of college, ready to start and win games. Justin Herbert. And even that team wasn't ready to hand things over to him. Even after he started emergency quarterback duties, that his first career start, remember Anthony Lynn basically came out and said, no, this is still Terod Taylor's team. And we were sitting here going, does he know what time it is? (laughs) Like we literally said that the first week. Like, do you know what time it is? Did you watch that game? (laughs) Because your team chose him that high. You've got to go to him. You've got to get him seasoned. You've got to get him reps. You've got to get him out there. Because the sooner he does that, the faster you don't have to deal with the growing pains. And that's what I'm telling you. The Niners have made this move. They made it. And I don't think the best way for Trey Lance to be seasoned and get that over with the fastest is to have Jimmy G still sitting there. Plus, I don't think he's going to start one and four. Team's too damn good. 
Which is, so, which is why if they start one and four, it's a major, I get it. major what problem. If, then major problem for this year. But go through it. You made the moves. You made the move. You have the ability as the coach there, and I'm assuming general manager, of ownership to say, when we, when, when we signed off on it, we knew this is the way it could go. But you were a half from the Super Bowl, so you're just going to punt on a season? The year you're after? not punting on a season. You're punting on... Well, I guess you're not punting on a season. What you're doing is paying it forward for your future so you don't have to ever go through a season like this again for like the next 10, 15 years. But that's what happens when you roll the dice on drafting a kid at the top and use all of your draft capital in future years to do it. But the half measure is Jimmy Garoppolo, really the guy who has taken you places and is so first class. Yes, but you're holding on for dear life when he throws it over the middle? One of the years that he went to the Super Bowl, you basically put training wheels back on the car, on the bike, in the playoff game against the Vikings. You remember that? They handed it off 15 straight times. They didn't need to throw to win that game. That's correct. So everyone but coming at me with that either. too. Well, they went through eight times. Didn't have to. Didn't have to. I'm telling you, this is the kid you drafted. This is the business you've chosen, which is to draft a kid at the top of the draft, and you're hoping against hope you don't go through the usual growing pains like the Jets did last year, or the Jaguars did last year, or the Bears did last year with your rookie quarterback. Or the Chiefs did back in the day when they sat Mahomes and then the next year it was like, boom, we're never going to lose. Right off the bat. Boy, I hope that's the way it goes for the Niners. Just to make sure that everyone understands that all along I was right. But one and four, one and five, and then Sudfeld comes in for a week like that? No, no, you just keep keep it going. Unless, unless he's not getting his ass kicked, which I don't think they will. They have enough people Around him, as Kittle said the other day, Trent Williams, him, Debo, running game, coaching staff. Cupboard is not bare. They've got enough. Let's take a break. Overreaction Monday when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. We're back with more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. 
Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. You're going to be thinking about that for so long now. What? The fact that you accuse me of being old because I play pickleball? Someone of a certain age? Not what I said. I never said the word, the O word. Of? Of? Osteoporosis, three letter O word. Oh. All right, let's uh, let's do it. It's over. It's a Monday on the Rich Eisen Show, and which means it's time for Chris Brockman's Overreaction Monday. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. Monday. All right, Christopher, what do you have, sir? Oh yeah, real simple. Um, one out of out of the gates, guys. A little NBA watching Golden State play yesterday. The Warriors are going to sweep their way to the NBA title, meaning they're oh. going to fin off, finish off the sweep no. against the Jazz, against the Jazz, the Mavs, and then whoever comes out of the East, doesn't matter. How's Jimmy Butler's knee? Game time decision today. Tyler Hero not playing tonight for the, for the Miami. Is that a coach's decision or what? Because remember, he, he disappeared in game three. Tyler Ta- Hero? Yeah. I think he's dealing with a hamstring issue. He, he did have his leg wrapped in the second half. Okay, but, okay. Uh, Jimmy Butler, a surprise scratch for the second half in right. game three. If Jimmy Butler's not playing in the NBA Finals, if they get there. Um, Sweet. Broom. Broom time. I will say that that is definitely some form of an overreaction still. It's a, still an overreaction. Still Warriors an overreaction. Look good, man. They okay. look good. Okay, very good. What else you got over there, Chris? Uh, Dallas looking at Luke. Another 40-point uh, game last night. Interesting stat. So they showed Dirk at one point. Dirk had seven 40-point games in the playoffs. Yes. Mavs were 6-1 and one in those games. This is the eighth 40-point game for Luka already. Yes. Mavs are 2-6 and six yes. in his 40-point games. Luka needs to recruit another superstar oh, yeah. to Dallas. Bingo. Oh, that is definitely spot on. I mean, that is hits the target. You have that now dunked right on Overreaction there. Monday like Wiggins atop Luka. That guy needs to come oh, to Dallas. Oh, you put Embiid on the screen, too. He keeps putting his your, his star, your star players in his mouth. Yeah, he's... <laughs> whoa. <laughs> uh, he's got some real issues. Like He, he tried to tell me three issues. years ago the Sixers should trade Embiid. He just doesn't want to have Embiid having to play against the Celtics. Luka and Embiid together in Philly insane. would be great. Unstoppable. It would be amazing in Philadelphia. They'd have, to, they'd have to send the Liberty Bell down to Dallas for that. I mean, it's cracked anyway, so take nice. it. I mean, it's broken. I think it's priceless. That's why it's I brought broken. it up. It's priceless. I don't know if you saw National Treasure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's priceless. Embiid on Dallas? I mean, come on. No, but he definitely, absolutely. But who are they going to get? That's like, a great like question. All seriousness. Like, I don't, uh, who, who, who are they going to get? Who's available? That's why Lucas should leave. Who's like, the guy? Like Rudy Gobert isn't pushing Dallas. No, that's not what we're talking about. You know what I mean? You're talking about Lillard. You're talking about. I'm talking about, well, a big guy too. Maybe what? a big guy? I don't know. I don't know if you need to have a big guy or anything like that. I, I don't I think, think I like it. I'm not sitting here thinking Lillard, that, that that's Lillard what's missing. Nice. Lord, be nice. But he, he's Something's not walking missing. through that door. Something's missing. In but yes, yes, yes. We do need we do need that second. Uh, we need the Robin. 
I don't. I, we we know who Batman is. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is currently Robin. I think we need a little bit better than that. A little upgrade. A little up, no what about Tim Hardaway Jr. when he comes back, right? He's not out forever. Yes, but like him and Finney Smith are just kind of the same guy. You think so? Kind of. What else you got, Chris? Uh, a little football. We just hit on a, big, uh, a lot right there with Peter King and then afterwards, Rich. But Jimmy G will be on the 49ers roster week one, eh, just in case. No, I, I, I don't want to hear it. Just in case. No. <laughs> no. no. You're going to have Studfeld just in case or what? I don't think that helps Trey Lance is to look over his shoulder and there's the guy that's been there. That's taken them almost to two Even Super Bowls. Even if it's Bowls. a mentor situation? Correct. He's not there to mentor anybody. That's not. We've already heard that from Ryan Tannehill. He's not there to mentor Trey Lance. He did, if he did that last year, then more power to him. He deserves his own shot, man. I, again, the Niners made this bed. They traded to go into the top five of a draft to take a quarterback that they knew wasn't going to be the top two. They knew two would be taken off the board, and they knew who the two probably were. Remember the trade happened. I think the trade happened on the day of Zach Wilson's pro day. Remember that? We were all sitting here at Zach Wilson's pro day, BYU. He's making these throws, and in the middle of it, the trade happened. And word is that they called Salah, although they denied it, and Robert's like, yeah, not, you're not coming here. We're, we're, we're keeping our pick. We're going to trade Sam Darnold, which they wound up doing eventually. By the way, for a second-round choice to turn into Brees Hall. <laughs> Joe Douglas for mayor. <laughs> so they made this bed. And at some point, this is not, again, Jimmy G's not Aaron Rodgers winning back-to-back MVPs where they're like, okay, we got to put our plans for that quarterback we drafted in the first round that we traded up to go get. We got to put those on hold. As a matter of fact, we could still just keep going with this guy until the wheels fall off and we'll re-sign him because that's Aaron Rodgers. This is Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Best thing for Lance is to send Garoppolo packing and you live with Trey Lance and you get him better and you get the reps going and you start winning football games this year with a team that you can and then suddenly years two, three, and four of him as a starter – the Niners are sitting there going toe-to-toe with the Rams or the Cardinals, the in-season hard knocks Cardinals. In-season hard knocks. So, you know, and we're assuming Seattle is going to be out of it for the next couple of years. Be careful. We'll see if Mayfield goes there. But overreaction. Okay. Although you're hearing that's the general reaction right now. Yeah, I was surprised that Peter brought up the same thing. I'm saying no shot. i if I had to Your put flag is so planted. If I had to, if I had to put down uh, five uh, hard earned American dollars, oh. just five, oh. five hundred. That's all I got in my pocket. Oh, it's all digital these days. Plus, I got to Venmo him twenty one bucks. Well, you, <laughs> so you don't so have to. All of these things just put together. If I had a bet, if I had a bet, if I had a bet, Niners have already moved on from Jimmy G. They're gone. They're, he's not even in their plans. He's not going to. Yeah, on. Where are their plans? You're in this drawer. Uh, uh, Jimmy's not in there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's one. Some news from this morning. We're just talking about a backup quarterback. But you know what, Rich? Find someone who loves you like Frank Reich loves Nick Foles. Proper reaction. (laughs) Everybody. He can't quit him. They can't quit each other. And why not? They won a Super Bowl together. Nick Foles, new Colts backup. Just Uh, went down this morning. Great, man. By the way, Sam Ellinger. How how lucky is he to be in a quarterback room with right, Nick with Foles and Matt Ryan? Yeah. 
How great is he? How lucky is he? Hey, man, no pressure on you. Just watch these two guys work. And Ryan and and Foles are two incredible humans. Incredible. They're one P away from being the general manager of the uh, of the uh, Chicago Bears. <laughs> one's Ryan Poles. This one's Ryan Foles. Hey, right there. Mm. Hey, I literally just thought of it. This is why we're flying to New York after this show. All I'm saying. I saw a bunch of tweets of like, can't wait for the inevitable. Nick Foles plays a couple games this year and talks someone into giving him a new contract. Nah, <laughs> I think Ryan's going to be the man. I think so, too. Uh, a little golf. Uh, Tiger Woods had a rough go on Saturday, ended up withdrawing, which obviously the right move. He was in a lot of pain. Tiger should skip the U.S. Open. Mm. Get himself right for the Open Championship. Because that, that is at St. Andrews, right? And he loves playing that? It is. And the U.S. Open next month is in Brookline, Mass. Similar course oh, to Southern Hills. That's where the Ryder Cup was a few years ago. Really hard walk. Tough. That's where Danny Woodhead's trying to uh, to qualify today. Um, Great story. We'll hit on later. Uh, uh, not, I think that's, that's, not, a bad, that's not a bad way to look at it. Because yeah. he wants to be at St. Andrews. He loves St. Andrews. Obviously, St. Andrews loves him. One there. I like it. I don't know if that's going to be his speed, but if he couldn't make it through all four rounds at Southern Hills. Yeah, you even saw it on Thursday. It was just a labor labor issue for Tiger getting around the course. Yeah, I think that's a good reaction. And lastly, we'll talk a little pucks. Uh, As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> the Lightning guys, I'm not sure if you're paying attention. To the Lightning are putting it oh, down. Yeah, they are. They are going to 3 P. World's best goalie. You could make that case. They... If you beat them in the playoffs, you're not going to beat them the next game. Right. Was it 18, 19 in a row or something like that? Well, well they haven't lost in this series yet. Florida so. was a one seed. It looked like we were headed for a Panthers-Avalanche finals, and it is 3-0. Tampa taking it to Florida. Lightning, 3 P. I I guess the two things that are uh, you can make book on in the uh, NHL right now is the Lightning are the best team, and no matter how good the Maple Leafs look in the regular season, they're just still not going to win a playoff series. <laughs> Sorry to throw some shade on Toronto out of the blue, but... Now, if you want to go a little Lightning well, Warriors doing that championship parlay, it might pay out pretty I don't much. know what you mean by that. <laughs> All right, we will take a break uh, and proof that everything's still fine in my household. Um, you, against your counsel last week, I didn't think said, that was a do smart not move. mention yeah, my wife as a possibility <laughs> of why my Uber rating is so bad that by proxy, she has been riding in a lot of these cars with me. Ugh. She would like to chime back in. She's already in New York, by the way, for hey. tomorrow night's festivities. That's coming up next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. 
And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show talking about how Jay Felly's Uber rating is better than mine. And he got banned from Uber because what is ex-girlfriend, I imagine? Yes. Okay, she once <laughs> took a ride on his account and, and stole the charger from the driver. Yep. Ugh. Now again, my got, Uber rating. And then I got thrown in there somehow. My Uber rating was four five four two years ago. I have now since boosted it to four five six because I am on my best behavior. And last week, you told me that you're able to, you are able to look at your your ratings, yep. sort of like you know when you look at a podcast that's been rated five exactly. stars, four right, stars, right, three right. stars, two stars, one star. You're now able to see what your ratings have been throughout your ride history. Now, yeah. I had over 225 star ratings, and I had 16 one star ratings. Horrible. How many one star ratings have you had? I had four. Four? How many one star ratings? I think have you I had, had one. I had six. And you've been banned! <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't banning be like count for multiple one star ratings? You would think. I had 16, and I'm like, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> so many. And I think my one was because I had to cancel a trip. Until I had a conversation with uh, my wife. My, my wife. wife. <laughs> and apparently, she's had some uh, impact. Uh-oh. We talked about it last week, Jim. We talked about it much Damn. against the, your advice of counsel. <laughs> you <laughs> said, don't do it. Wasn't my first idea. So joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is the one and only Susie Schuster. What's up, Susie? Hey. Hey, guys. First of all, that whole my wife thing is really annoying. I <laughs> <laughs> find that whole my wife thing so annoying when you guys all chime in and you think you're charming, but it's kind of annoying. Yeah, but it's, no? from, it's from Borat. It's yeah. funny. And we can't stop I know, now. But, and I know, but it's, it's, I, think, I think it's served its purpose. No. Well, here's the deal, Suze. Let's not lose focus on the task at hand here. Suzy's trying to deflect right now. No, it's all right. I, I think she just doesn't like. She doesn't like the the fact that I'd be the Borat in that situation, right, Suze? Or you're just the well, wife. We're all, we're all doing it. Plus, Suzy's not just a wife. You know what I mean? Like, I think I, I think I've I've gotten that one down pat. But at any rate, long story short, Suze, is you have the floor here on okay, the subject. Let me set matter. the scene. I'm hiding in a corner of a toy store on Madison and 80th. So there you go. Wow. That's number one. <laughs> number two, Chris, thank you for being the attorney and the head of HR at Rich Eisen Show. You're welcome. I do appreciate that. That's no problem. <laughs> number three, I did make the mistake of dipping into the comments. And for those of you calling me a Karen, um, <laughs> thanks. That's three. And then fourth, let me ask you a question. Yes. And I happened to ask this of my Uber driver yesterday when I was charming to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> you are the perfect pair. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Say that I I don't know. I've been wearing the same perfume since I was 15. Okay. Oftentimes players would say like I knew you were in the arena. They would that didn't mean I was like drinking it and stinking it. But they're like, "Oh, you smell great. I, I knew you were here. I could smell your perfume." Okay. If I'm getting dressed up to go out for the night and I put this effort in and I step into an Uber. Mm. That smells like it's been dipped in the stink that Kramer found in Jerry's car. <laughs> when the valet yeah. took it away and he never was able to sell it. No, I'm actually okay. I'm right in. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. getting in trouble in the store. Um, so that Uber stinks because the guy's got so much cologne on. 
if I go to get out of the car at the event, I'm going to stink like Jerry and Elaine did when the great Nick Bakai <laughs> wouldn't hug her because she smelled of the stink. I don't want to smell of the stink when I get it. So I've been known to say, oh, my God, I can't. Also, I get headaches from the smell because sometimes I do get a headache. It happens. It's called something like an oral headache from a stinky car or third situation. Okay. Say that you get into a car and we're spending money here, kids. No, no. And it stinks of cigarettes. And I know I'm going to get out of that car and I'm going to stink like I've been smoking at three o'clock in the morning and I did a couple of highballs in Tribeca. So So I don't want to stink. I'm allowed to say, excuse me, can I put the window down because it stinks uh, in here? So you're not denying your expression of olfactory issues oh, within that, an that Uber. Not, that's what I meant. Uh-huh, olfactory. Uh, okay. Absolutely not. Okay. I think I should be able to, but you guys, are you guys just parading around trying to get a good Uber rating? I mean, it's also Rich a business. Like if, I, if I do a show and, I, and, I, and I'm awful, you guys don't want to watch. Right? Mm. So why would, it, why would it be okay for me to get into an Uber that stinks of cologne, that stinks of cigarettes, <laughs> and not complain? Yeah, but I think it's just it's like outwardly saying, hey, it stinks back here. Yeah, just be like, hey, do you mind if I put the window down? Eh, there's ways around it. I mean, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, a one-star rating. Do okay. you see what also, I'm saying? Also, Rich? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I, I appreciate that you are continually throwing me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you do appreciate it. I'll be honest. Radio, television, simulcast. Higher tracks. I'm glad that I'm your, you know, um, I don't know, give me another expression. I'm your what? I'm your. No, I'm, you, I'm, I, 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 I'm your. I'm your. Punching um, bag? I'm not. No, no. Miss Manners beard. Uh huh. a better word. Oh, okay. Look at that. All right. But you're, you're, you're loud in the car. You talk on the phone a lot. Maybe you're just a, a noisy guy to be in the back seat. She has a point. I'm a loud so, talker? Is that what it you're is? You're on the you're phone a, a lot. Loud you're on the phone a lot. But I pace. I'm not allowed to pace in a car. Right. You know I'm no, a pacer. You, you guys, he, it's pace. so annoying. He paces all the time. Right. Guys, can I ask you a <laughs> question? doing it this morning. This up to the Greater Rich Eisen um, Appreciation Club. Yeah. Am I wrong? Like, do you like getting into an expensive car that's Dinks of all high heaven. No, nobody does. But you, you can't just insult them to their face and expect to get she a didn't five insult star them. rating. She didn't insult them. She didn't say you stink. Hey, it stinks okay, back I, no, here. I told you. A little bit no, I told you. I told you. It's it's an insult audible like oof. Okay, and also may, may I make a point? I would never insult somebody to their face. Of course I not. have a great respect for the fact that they're doing their job. Yes, it's like the, it's like people who are rude to waiters make me insane. Yeah. Or bus boys, even worse. That makes me so. Enraged because these guys, by the way, not only usually speak three or four languages. Go to an Italian restaurant; every bus guy speaks three languages. Like they're speaking Spanish, English, and Italian. I I don't like people who are rude to people that are in a, a situation in which they are of service. Oh, I've seen, so I've, and I've driver, seen, I've seen this, and I've I've seen this uh, in action. No doubt about it. Yeah, I get enraged. Okay, I think that's just the lowest form. But I'm telling you right now. Mm. I'm spending a ton of money. Say say that we're feeling fancy for the night so we get like a, a, a nice black car Ooh. or even like, God forbid, an SUV. And you get in and it stinks of high heaven. What about the responsibility for that driver? Mm. Am I supposed to pretend this is great? I'm spending a lot of money. 
All right. Well, um, I guess um, understood. We hear what you're saying, uh, and, and I'm going to hang up, and you're going to continue to throw me over the bus. No, the bus. never. I love you. I love you. I would yeah, never whatever. do that. I would never do that. Yeah, whatever. Okay. All right, whatever. See you in New York, Susan. <laughs> Guys, can't wait to see you in New York. It is gorgeous out. It's like New York is showing up today. Awesome. Nice. Well, we're, well, we we are showing up in New York. We are excited to be there. We'll see you soon, Susan. Take care. Bye, guys. All right, there you go. There's Susie Schuster, everybody. What what more evidence do you need? <laughs> I think it's I think it's shared blame, like a rod share. Yeah, I mean you're probably responsible for half the ones, and she's probably responsible. Guess what? For the other. Guess what? Guess what? No more. <laughs> no more. She's on her own. No, we're gonna be doing it. We're we're we are buttoned up. Oh God, but if you are driving, do us a favor. Don't shower in Jacar Noir and add a little bit of the Paco Rabanne on top of it. Pine tree. Oh, my God. Yeah, and the pine tree. Yeah, just easy on the pine tree. Easy on the pine tree, everybody. <laughs> but I'm serious. The roll went. She never insulted the guy. Just you were aware. No, no. It's the roll the window and down. Then, and the, oof. Yeah. And yeah. then maybe <laughs> from the back seat to me, a little bit audibly, do you smell that? Right. <laughs> you smell that? That's happening. <laughs> One of our favorite people, hers, mine, and ours, Josh Charles, coming up in hour number three. Uh, his Orioles got a uh, a kid catcher, oh, yeah. Adley Rutschman, whose uh, call up to the major leagues was captured on a film that went viral this weekend. Absolutely outstanding. He got Mike Messina's number. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes, he did. Number one overall prospect in Major League Baseball. Yes, indeed, and he tripled, I believe, in his first at, at bat. Yep. So short list of people have done that. It is exactly right. So he'll be joining us in hour number three. He also uh, has some great stories from behind the stage at the draft because he announced a pick at the draft for the Ravens. And we're going to see him tomorrow. We're going to see him tomorrow. Fantastic. I mean, if all goes well, I mean, he's got small kids. But coming up next, the manager of the New York Metropolitans, Buck Schultz. Oh, look, at he means business. Look at that photograph. Oh. It's my skipper right his there. His hands are like on his hips like, hey. That's right. That's right. Not on my lawn. <laughs> oh, what a great season so far. It has been, right? There, there are times where I just, ab- there have been years, many, many years, where I've absolutely just hated baseball at this point of the year. And uh, and you're eight games up on the Braves. I know. My Yanks are 11 games up on the Red Sox. You know, and, and How's that feeling? How's that working in your household? What? Yeah, you know, stumble out of gates and have large yeah. holes to, to make up. Just, my watch, I, I my watch is tough. Like getting to the date. What's the date again? Oh God, <laughs> this guy. The twenty third. So bizarre. Of this guy. The, the whole, but it's the whole May, business, right? It's not the September. Whole business of, you it's know not what? September. It's you guys, May, right? You guys, all you guys have is the past. We've got the. We, got it. And, and it's like you've got. got so what? Everything's in the past too. Hey, remember that when For I the Red t- Sox. Oh, remember you said that when I bring up the Cowboys five Super Bowls in like they matter is essentially what you're saying. Well, it does matter how long it's been. But it's still the past. <laughs> Correct. It's still the past. Okay. So yeah, okay. and you can change the past right now. Also, hold on. Look at Rich Strike. Hold Rich on. Strike changed the past in like two and, and a half minutes. And that's fine. I'll listen to the the Yankee BS from you. But someone like Fabiano, oh, whose whose favorite teams are the Cowboys the Yankees, and the Yankees, Cowboys and the Lakers. I'm not going to hear it from this fair weather dude who like grew up in sports in the '90s. Like these are the best teams in the '90s. I'm going to like all these teams. 
F off, bro. Oh, wow. Wow. That was unnecessarily aggressive. for Fabiano. I no. Like, <laughs> he didn't I, tell him to go Fabiano off. I am off. not hearing it from someone like him. <laughs> Come on, Fab, sit at home. Sit are at the home. Yankees, Lakers, and Cowboys. He didn't offer him a falafel. Like, Get no. Out he just here. went right in. Right in there. If, if Thomas Jane was here, he would have said it. Thank goodness he didn't. <laughs> That's just going to be my We're point. I'm serious of, right now. I could curse if I wanted. No, I'm don't above. do it. Oh, we can. You no, shouldn't tell me we that. Don't do it. We don't want to do that. that. I'm above that. We're not doing it. It's sometimes easier just to say the word. Well, just tell from now on. Tell everyone if you want to do that. Just tell them when to go Fabiano off. <laughs> Use that. Go, oh, Fabi- go, go, go Fabiano fab- yourself. Go Fabiano yourself. Go Fabs off. <laughs> it's literally what you just said. I mean, just say. You just like, said it. Come on. I love that when he joined our conversation. Like, by the way, the Sox are the hottest team in the American League. They are. They're, they won. They they finally started hitting. You said that night. I that's how it started. <laughs> yeah. I said he said that, and then I tweeted him. I said, you know, finally well, welcome, welcome to the 2022 and Major League Baseball season. <laughs> then Fabiano came in top rope, I like, and I knew that would set him off. It, <laughs> check that box. It did. <laughs>